ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. On this podcast, we're going to talk about lunchroom debates. Now, depending on how old you are, you may have had or been privy to a lunchroom debate. Remember back when you were in either elementary school or maybe middle school or maybe high school? And it could also depend on the table in which you sat because some people sat at the cool table. Some of you didn't. (laughs) But there always seemed to be some type of argument slash debate going down in the lunchroom. Now, if you're from my era, that was very prevalent. I mean, like we would have lunchroom debates. We'd have uh, ciphers where somebody would be banging on the table and somebody would be freestyle. But, you know, that may have changed over a period of time. And how I came to this subject was because I was having a conversation the other day with my youngest son, Brandon. Uh, He's in middle school at the time of this recording. And he mentioned something about lunch. And I said, well, hey, what do you guys do at lunch? Do you guys rap? Does does somebody bang on a table and you guys freestyle? Does, you know, do you guys argue about certain things at lunch? And he looked at me so strange. And he said, no, dad, why why would we do that? And so I'm puzzled. And I said, well, Brandon, what do you guys do at lunch? He said, well, we eat and then, you know, we might break out our phones and we, you know, share YouTube videos and things of that nature. I was a little disgusted. (laughs) These kids are really, really missing out. But it got me to thinking about, you know, some of the lunchroom debates that we used to have back in the day. And so, you know, um, like I said, depending on what era you came in, uh, you remember a good lunchroom debate. And now, honestly, the debates have moved from the lunchroom to the social media realm. I mean, people argue and go back and forth on Twitter and Facebook and other social media outlets all day long. But back in the day, it didn't used to be like that. There was a clear lunchroom debate or debates because usually it was different topics. And so I just decided to, you know, talk about it on this podcast. There was a time back in the day when if you really wanted to start a fight, all you had to say was, who's better, Prince or Michael Jackson? (laughs) And depending on what side you were on, you really could start a fight like I've seen people actually almost come to blows at the lunchroom table debating who was better Prince or MJ now it goes without saying I mean those two in my era dominated the 80s um, you know still made waves in the 90s Uh, unfortunately neither are no longer here which is crazy in and of itself because I think when you came up in my era you just didn't see people like you didn't think like Prince or Michael Jackson would die like it's just just crazy but nonetheless that debate at lunch would really 
almost start a fight because Michael Jackson has his fans. He has his stands. And even to this day, I mean, there's people that rock with Mike and there's people that, you know, they would probably cut you <laughs> with a knife if you said anything bad about Thriller. Um, and then conversely, they're the Prince fans and stands that swear by uh, the purple one. And they will tell you how dope he is and how great he was and how much better he was than Michael Jackson. While Prince never moonwalked across the stage at Motown, Michael Jackson never had a woman as fine as Apollonia on his side. <laughs> so I guess when you break down the, the debate, I mean, it comes down to music and for what it's worth, in my humble opinion and correct opinion, Prince was better. And that's no shade to Mike because I love Mike. I had Thriller. Everybody and their mama had Thriller. I mean, like you, you would be hard pressed to find someone who didn't, who lived in that era that didn't have Thriller. Everybody had Thriller. Um, nonetheless, he wasn't better than Prince. I mean, Prince played multiple instruments. I mean, he was multifaceted, multi-talented. Michael was a great songwriter. I don't think when you compare the two, I don't know that you're necessarily comparing apples to apples, but yeah, Prince was better. <laughs> and maybe not by much, but Prince was better. And I mean, if you think differently, you know, you can, you can, you can trust me. I'm pretty sure there's somebody saying, well, Thriller sold 500 gazillion copies. Purple Rain never sold that many copies. And Purple Rain, you know, for what it's worth, no, it did not sell as many. There's probably no album that sold as many copies as Thriller. But we're not comparing album sales. Because for those of you who want to compare album sales, I can tell you that, you know, Vanilla Ice's album sold more than Paid in Full by Eric B. and Rakim. Does that make Vanilla Ice better than Rakim? I didn't think so. <laughs> Nonetheless, um, I just think pound for pound, Prince was better. And I wish I had time to talk about it, but, and I may save this for another podcast. I will tell you why <laughs> Purple Rain was better than Thriller. And for what it's worth, Off the Wall is better than Thriller. But I digress. But that was a great, great lunchroom debate. Like I said, back in the day, you say that and a fight really might just pop off. Another great debate back in the day. Um, This was in the realm of sports. Larry Bird versus Magic Johnson. Huge lunchroom debate. Now, depending on where you lived, <laughs> this was going to be very interesting as to how this one played out. And the reason being is because the elephant in the room when you compare bird and magic is the race factor. And while I don't think either bird nor magic played up to that. I think when you go back and listen to some of how, you know, the game was described back then and how some of the announcers played it up, um, 
you know, it was strictly, you know, they, they spoke in very strict codes. I mean, like they would talk about how quote unquote smart Larry Bird was, and he was just such a gym rat and he was such a quote unquote heady player. And Magic Johnson was so athletic and physical and, you know, all of these, he could jump high and <laughs> I mean, all of this coded language, like the elephant in the room was Bird was white. Magic was black. And not only that, but Bird was a cold ass basketball player who was white in the black NBA. And Bird dominated brothers, dominated them. And again, depending on where you lived, that was a debate. Now, where I grew up and where I went to school, it's mostly black people. <laughs> so black people tended to ride with magic. And, you know, for what it's worth, white folks tended to ride with Larry Bird. And I mean, I get it. I mean, that's really the way that if you listen, I mean, and, and, and of course, this is the 80s. So there was no sports center. <laughs> there was no internet so when you turned on cbs because there was no tnt uh when you turned on cbs i mean that's how they kind of played it up they played it up you know bird versus magic and you know it was about their races and i mean this is not just the two of them going head to head in the pros but also them going back to the national championship game in 1979 when Magic's uh, Indiana State, um, excuse me, Michigan State uh, Spartans took on Larry Bird's team from Indiana State and Magic prevailed. Uh, now, we all know the stats, you know, Magic beat Bird head to head in the NBA finals uh, several times. So and Magic is a five time NBA champion. So on the surface, most people will say Magic Johnson is the better player, but that is the debate, or that was the debate, and that really could almost start a race war back in the day. <laughs> and for what is worth, again, and I've heard Larry Bird described as this, brothers who really understood basketball, they just knew Bird was just cold. Like, I've even heard people describe bird as a black basketball player and he wasn't black by any means i mean he was from french lick indiana it doesn't get any wider than that but you got to respect him man bird was he was cold so it's i remember even in middle school getting into these debates in the lunchroom and i would always throw bird out there not that i was bumping for bird because i didn't like the lakers so i wasn't going to be bumping for magic johnson either um so I didn't I didn't have a dog in the fight, but I would always bring up bird. And all I would do is just bring a bird and get out of the conversation. <laughs> because the bird section would be coming. And contrary to popular belief, we did have a lot of black people who liked who loved Larry Bird and would bump for him in a debate. So but yeah, the quickest way to start a race war back in those days, bird versus magic. Another lunchroom debate. Now, if you are a fan of cars, um, this debate was pretty popular, I think, when I was like in middle school, middle school, maybe high school. Um, Mercedes versus BMW, the Mercedes Benz versus the BMW. 
I remember getting into this debate with a friend of mine at the lunchroom table and we literally argued the entire lunch. <laughs> In fact, I didn't even eat. We argued that long about Mercedes Benz and BMWs. Now for me, I was always a Mercedes guy. Like, and don't get me wrong. I like BMWs. BMWs are dope. Um, but it was just something about a Mercedes, man. And my uncle had one and I just remember sitting in it and it, the leather just smelled like, oh my, it smelled like butter. <laughs> the leather in a Mercedes Benz smelled, or at least his Mercedes Benz, it smelled just like butter. Like it had the same smell every time. I mean, like you could go get some McDonald's, Burger King and some Chinese food and bring it and put it in a Mercedes Benz and it would smell. And then when you take, when you get out of the car and get back in, it still smell like butter. <laughs> so yeah, that was the, a huge debate back in the day. Um, again, BMWs are great cars. I'm not trying to offend anybody out there who drives a BMW. Uh, I've you know been in BMWs. I've been in Mercedes Benz and they both are great cars. Uh, they both, you know, aren't cheap. <laughs> to say the least. Uh, if you're going to get a foreign car, I would suggest getting either one of them. Personally, I don't have either one, so I don't have a dog in the fight. But since I was a kid, for me, it's always been about the Mercedes Benz. So uh, I think, and that's another situation where I think we would argue about it, but it's really not, you're really not comparing apples to apples. But when it's 1988 and you don't have no money, you know, a nice car is just a nice car. You don't, you don't care one way or the other. But yeah, the Benz, the Benz was always just a status symbol. Like it seemed to me like when I listened to rap and I turned on the TV, TV screen, uh, you know, what I saw was Mercedes Benz. That seemed to be the status quo for rappers and you know, if you saw an NFL player or NBA player, he was always driving either <laughs> either a Cadillac or or Mercedes Benz. Nobody, I mean, and it's not to say that people weren't driving BMWs, but I don't know. For me, for what it's worth, it's Mercedes Benz. So I still would argue at the lunchroom table about the Mercedes Benz. So I'm a little biased, uh, but even to this day, give me the Benz. Now, as we got a little older and moved away from high school, middle school, college, uh, there's just some debates that happened when I wasn't in school. But I see people I see people on Twitter arguing about it all the time. So I figured this would be a good time to bring it up. This this would happen at the lunchroom table if we were still in middle school or high school. Um, ketchup. <laughs> Where do you store your ketchup? Is your ketchup stored in the refrigerator or is it stored in your pantry slash cabinet? Like, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to keep it a bean with y'all. It wasn't until like maybe five or six years ago that this was a thing. Like, I didn't know that 
people didn't keep it in the cabinet slash pantry. But there is a segment of the population. And maybe some of you listening. Who will put ketchup in the refrigerator. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> wherever you, wherever it came from, it needs to go back. Because ketchup does not belong in the refrigerator. Ketchup belongs in your pantry. In your cabinet. It doesn't belong. Case in point, right? You come home and you're hungry. You say, okay, I want to eat something quick. What do I want? Oh, man, you know what? I, I got a taste for some French fries. You know what? Okay, let me go to my little air fryer. Go over to the air fryer. Boom. Go in there. Grab the fries out the freezer. Dump them in. Put them in there. The bubbling. 20 minutes later. Boom. We got fries. Fries are hot. Curly. They're crinkly. <laughs> they're everything. They're brown. They're, they're, they're just right. And so what do you need with French fries? Well, obviously you need ketchup, but you've got these hot fries and you go to the refrigerator to get cold ketchup to put on hot fries. Who does that? Where were you raised? Were you raised by wolves or something like that? <laughs> like that didn't make any sense, man. I'm sorry. Ketchup. You put it in your pantry or your cabinet. It does not belong in the refrigerator period point blank so if we were at the lunchroom i'm winning that debate every single time because again why would you put cold ketchup on hot fries or a hot hamburger or a hot hot dog that doesn't make any sense no sense whatsoever so yeah i'm winning that debate hands down another food debate that was brought to my attention a few years ago. I, and again, I never heard of this growing up, but there's there's a there's a food called grits, right? Grits is uh, pretty popular in the South. Um, I know some people eat oatmeal, some people eat porridge. Yeah, <laughs> oatmeal. Yeah. Like I've only had oatmeal like twice in my life and it, it took everything in me not to throw it up. But that's another story for another day. Nonetheless, grits is a huge thing in the South and I grew up in the South, so I'm very partial to grits. So what do you put on grits? Butter or sugar? Now, again, until about five or six years ago, I didn't think that anybody who had any kind of common sense would put anything other than butter on their grits. But I slowly found out that there's a segment of the population that will put sugar on their grits. This makes no sense to me. This would be a lunchroom debate that I know I would win because grits, the texture of grits is not catered and measured for sugar. Sugar makes things sweet. You don't need your grits to, to be sweet. Who eats sweet grits? That doesn't make any sense. But some of you out there are putting sugar on grits. I mean, if you want to debate it, we can. We can take it to the lunchroom table, but I'm winning that debate every time. Sugar does not belong on grits. 
only butter. No questions asked. Another debate um, that is huge here regionally. Uh, again, I, I live in Atlanta. Um, Pepsi versus Coke. Now, I know some of you listening don't drink soda and I don't drink as much soda as I used to. Or some of you refer to it as pop, <laughs> which I didn't know even was a word <laughs> until about 10 years ago. Uh, I went to Minnesota, I went to Minneapolis and I said, yeah, let me get a soda. And it was like, huh? It's like, they're like, you want a pop? It's like, no, I want a soda. I don't want to. What, what is a pop? <laughs> and they were looking at me crazy. It was like, so you mean soda? Soda's pop. And I was like, bro, if you say so. <laughs> Nonetheless, um, Coke versus Pepsi. Uh, that's a regional thing. Um, again, I live in Atlanta, so Atlanta is the home of Coca-Cola. I mean, like you really would be hard pressed to go anywhere in this city or the metro counties and find anybody selling a boatload of Pepsi. I mean, it's not to say that it's not sold because Pepsi is sold here, but this is a Coca-Cola town. I mean, like it's just this city is just littered with Coca-Cola. I mean, like you when you go to restaurants, it's rare to go in a restaurant in metro Atlanta and if they have a if they have soda on the menu and they don't have Coke products, that's rare. It normally happens if like whatever restaurant you go to, if like their home base is someplace other than Atlanta. Um, nonetheless, Coke versus Pepsi. Uh, I would probably lean toward Coke. I know that would be a good lunchroom debate, you know, for the kids uh, if we were in middle school or high school. Um I'd probably lean toward Coke. Coke is is a little bit more smoother. And then the Coke products like Sprite and things of that nature um, uh, are are better, I think. Um, Pepsi's okay. I'll drink Pepsi, you know. Uh, Pepsi has a little aftertaste to it. Um, My wife loves Pepsi, but I'm not, you know, if it's it's around and I don't have anything else to drink, I'll drink it. But if I'm going to, and and I'm... I really don't drink sodas at all much, really, to be honest. But if I'm going to the store and I have to buy a soda or have to buy a pop, <laughs> I'm going with Coke, man. I'm going with Coke. But that's it's a good debate. I mean, there's some who drink Pepsi and they, they swear by it and they don't like Coke. So, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> Another lunchroom debate. And this involves women. And we're talking strictly on looks. I know this would be a lunchroom debate. Halle Berry or Nia Long? Who's finer? (laughs) And for the ladies listening, I apologize. You know, I'm not being chauvinistic or anything. This is just purely a guy thing because this is what guys do. We will sit around ever since the beginning of time. We would sit around and argue about who is finer. And I remember being one of my partners from elementary school. We actually had a list and we wrote down a list of all the girls in our class. And we compared the girls like who was the finest? Was it her or her? I was about to say some names. Let me say. <laughs> I, I, I had to catch myself just now. I was just about to roll off two names that was at the top of our list. And I'm not going to say it because I'm sure that they're listening and they're grown and married. And, you know, I'm not going to do that. Um <laughs> 
nonetheless. Um, yeah, man, I think that would be a great uh, debate. Halle Berry or Nia Long? Um, now, Halle Berry has been, I think People Magazine listed her as one of the most 50 beautiful, most beautiful people in the world. So I think she's got Nia on that. But personally, like I had a Nia, I had a crush on Nia Long since she was on the guiding light, like back in 1992. So I'm taking, <laughs> I'm taking Nia over Halle Berry just on the nostalgia of she was supposed to be my girlfriend in 1992. And the first time I saw her in um, Boys in the Hood, it was a wrap. I was done. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Lunchroom debate. Halle Berry versus Nia Long. I would be interested to see how that would turn out. And the last debate. Uh, it wouldn't have happened in the lunch any lunchrooms that I was in because, you know, this is technology was not such a thing but the the phone wars if you will um iphone versus android that would be a great lunchroom debate um i think it's interesting because people who have androids love them they really do. I mean, like they love them to no end. Uh, Android could do no wrong. I mean, like it's like the greatest thing ever. On the other hand, people who have iPhones are weird. We we are so snobby. <laughs> Don't you get in the text message with your with your green bubbles? We 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 gotta have the blue bubbles. <laughs> and the reason why I say we is because. I am an iPhone user. Uh, full disclosure, like I had a BlackBerry until like, and I had, I, man, I had that BlackBerry for probably about as long as I could. I, th I think I had it to like maybe like 2011, 2012, 2011, I think. And um, then I came on to technology. <laughs> I came into technology. I've got an iPhone has been on the iPhone ever since. Uh, even to the point where uh, my wife, my sons, and eventually my daughter, uh, when she gets a cell phone, we all have iPhones. So um, my mom has an iPhone. My dad has an Android. And it's, it's kind of annoying because it's like, you know, I'll text my dad and he'll have these little green texts. But everybody else in my family, we have iPhones. I mean, my cousins, my moms, my aunts, we all have iPhones. So, um, yeah, I've just been... I really can't say much about an Android. I, I guess it's a decent phone. I mean, for those of you who like to live like that, but uh, on the technology side, on the real technology side, <laughs> oh, the iPhones, where's that, man? And so, you know, I, I don't, I, I, I stick with Apple products, man. I have, you know, whether it be the tablet or the Mac or whatever the case may be, I that's where I stay because that's what's always, what I, what I have always had and it works for me. So, you know, um, I'm not knocking Androids. I'm, and I'm pretty sure some of you who are listening right now are listening on an Android phone. Um, <laughs> I mean, you tell me what's great about the Android. I've heard people talk about it. There's probably not much that would get me to leave iPhone. Um, I've changed carriers because I was with Sprint at one time and now I'm with AT&T. 
I've been on AT&T for probably about five or six years. But other than switching carriers, um, really not anything in the game that would make me want to uh, change phones. So, um, I mean, hey, if you can think of a reason why I should hit me up and let me know. (laughs) But yeah, that would be a great lunchroom debate. So, you know, it's like I said at the beginning, it's, it's, it, it was about the time, but that's kind of like where it all started. The lunchroom table, we would sit down and we have debates and conversations and arguments about stuff. And, and again, now the arguments have left the lunchroom tables and now they're, uh, you know, online and it's not the same. And, you know, it's, it's always kind of good to sit there and argue with your buddy. And then, um, you know, you never really settle on who's right or who's wrong, but you, you just want to get your point across. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. But hey, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for checking out the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time. 5,000.